morning class it's the teaching day pod class with your hosts jeremiah and Kristen. and we're here today on this beautiful super tuesday oh my gosh it no, is it's yeah. wonderful tuesday well actually no that doesn't go well it's super tu- what is super tuesday taco tuesday super tuesday super tuesday hmm 14 primaries Oh! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in my own little elementary world. I know it's hard because I know you talk about all that stuff. With... 14, 14 primaries. I know last I looked a little bit ago, it's about, what time is it? It's about five o'clock. And the uh, only polls that have closed so far were Vermont and yep. Virginia. Wow. And they predicted so far. And I mean, it's, it's, as we're recording this, there's like 1% reporting, but mm-hmm. um, they're ta- saying Biden won Virginia. Really? And okay. Um, Bernie obviously won his home state of Vermont. Yeah. Wow. It'll be interesting uh, to say the least. We've had uh, Buttigieg. Oh, yeah. He dropped out. He dropped out. out. Klobuchar. Klobuchar. Yeah. She she dropped dropped out. out. Who else? Steyer. Oh, yeah. Tom Steyer. Oh, my God. Let me tell you. Little Tony, every time that Tom Steyer would come on and interrupt his YouTube videos, (laughs) he'd be like, oh, no, not Tom Steyer again. Get off. And he gets so mad. So yeah, he was an interesting fella. He just he always he always to... had one tie. It was always one red tie. It was very weird, <laughs> right? And he always wanted to talk about how because he's a billionaire and he could beat Trump. He's, on he's, the he's a, a how do you say a one billionaire? He's he has one billion. I wish I had one. I'd well, be like the one million. Dang. Versus <laughs> versus Bloomberg is like sixty seven billion dollars. I didn't know he is a sixty seven billion. Mm-hmm. You know what? Just think, even if they gave me like money to pay off my student loan, I'd be pretty happy about that. I'm, are you, do you shop at Albertsons? Sometimes, yes. Are you collecting the Monopoly pieces? I, no, but my mom is, and she's oh. really good at it. And I heard if you like scan them, you get like extra points. Yeah, I get extra points. I was going to tell you, give me your Monopoly pieces. Oh, I will if I get some, yeah. I guess you give them to I your could, mommy. No, I'll give them to you because she like goes shopping every day of her life. Like it's bad. And I told her, I'm like, you need to stay home. Stop going to Albertsons. Well, she can make me some paella. Oh, my gosh, Jeremiah. Listen. Did it have lobster tails? It did. Like, oh legit lobster tails. But you know what? Here's the thing. My mama made that because she's been prom- promising it to us since we moved from Buffalo. We've been out here since 2009. And she's like, the last time I made that was in... But I think I think she's incorrect about that because I do feel like we had it when we lived at their house and we're renting it. So I think she's incorrect about the time frame. But regardless, it had clams, lobster... Um, the, the uh, scallops. Um, oh my God, shrimp. It had chorizo and chorizo. Yeah, yeah. It's like a big like yeah, and then rotisserie like chicken. Like, oh my God, it was so good. But yeah, so it'll be another nine, ten years before she makes it again. We'll have to do, <laughs> we'll have to do like a. We should do that. Should be our first like event mixer. Is like we should go to uh, Bahama Breeze. Ooh, for happy hour. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, that's one on uh, Flamingo, yeah. Yeah, it's not too right far from near from, from there. the strip. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've been there one time, and a guy jumped on the hood of my car. Mm. It was really weird. He asked us for a dollar when we were, we were Tony and I when we were in the dating stage. He asked us for like money or whatever, and we told him like no, and we just like left, and then he jumped on our hood, and then Tony like <laughs> gunned the freaking gas. Ah! I had uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not violating anything here. I had a student apparently over the um, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I got an email from his parent said he. Fractured his skull, has a traumatic brain injury. What? And was going to be out for the next week. I said, I Wait for a TBI? That's pretty, a week I said, seems said, pretty. You're probably going to be out for a little bit longer. I said, I said, he's just like, just, he hasn't even re- remembered what happened to him yet. And I'm like, okay, well, just relax. I'm, I mean, that's, that's oh, yeah. big news. I mean, like, just, 
I, you know, anything and he needs, I will take care of it. So what? I don't know what happened. Uh, so I asked his his friend in my class this morning what happened, and mm-hmm. apparently. <laughs> Apparently he was car surfing. No. Yeah. Oh my God, that happens so much. That's so scary. Yeah. You don't do that. I would whip Tony's behind if he ever thought about doing that. Why would they do that? And that's it like was, it was. I mean, it was like pop culture stuff back in the like Footloose was seventies, eighties. Oh 80s, my right? God, yes. I don't oh jeez. Yeah. Not right. So the, is he in like sunrise? The, Where is he? I don't he? know. But uh, that was the kid is really bright, which is the most upsetting part. Oh my like, gosh. It's just probably like that social peer pressure yeah. where it's like, yeah, do it. You know, gosh, that's so silly. But you know what? I think about, you know, it's so funny, actually, on the way over here when I'm sitting in traffic, which <laughs> shocking. This is like the new California, Jeremiah. I'm freaking out. There was so much traffic, but I'm on the way over here. And for some reason... All these weird things started popping in my brain about what some of the poor choices I made as a teenager. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, literally, there's some things that I'm like, man, I'm really lucky to be alive right now. And I can remember. I'll give you an example. 15 years old. I lived near the Canadian border. I literally hitched a ride. Walked across the international borders, didn't have to show ID, said I was going over to Clifton Hill to go hang out and play at the Midway. I ended up spending the night at like a party. It was so crazy. It was one of my friends that was having a party. But here I am. And I told my parents, they were in Pennsylvania at the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to a friend's. Like, what would have happened if I was over international waters at that point? (laughs) I was like, my God. So I think about some of these things that these kids do. And I'm like, hmm. You know, I sit there. I'm like that old person now. You shouldn't be doing that. But I'm like, man, I've definitely done some crazy things in my life. I, uh, I feel real boring now. I never. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hit a. I, I don't think I've really hit a wild stage. But the most, the wildest thing I did was when I worked at Disney World. Oh, I turned yeah. 21. Woo, that's fun, though. Did you go and to, like, Epcot and, like, do the, the beers drinking, around the world or whatever? Drinking around the world, yeah. Yes. Uh, except, like, that wasn't it. That wasn't the end. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to like Buffalo Wild Wings later that night <laughs> and did a, a shot called, uh, what they call it, Satan's Piss. Oh, no. 151 and Blazing Sauce. <gasps> oh, yeah. God, 151. Yuck. Yeah, uh, literally makes well, me want to vomit. Yeah. And then I had to get up at like four o'clock in the morning to go do my certification for custodial. <gasps> And I was sweating out liquor. Yo, my, you're like, who smells like the booze factory? You're with like, my oh. manager, and oh. uh, we finished my we finished my certification. He's like, go home. I was Yo, like, ouch! And I remember waking up and I had puked in my bed. Oh no! Yeah, and, that, and I that's why I don't really drink. Yeah, no, man. Teachers are wild, though. I know we got a lot. We got. I'm sure a lot of you out there have got some pretty crazy stories too. But no, that 151. That is like it, it feels like scissors going down your throat oh well, you know, and i uh, well because i have rednecks in my family <laughs> um <laughs> we have bathtub uh, moonshiners oh yeah in my family oh interesting I've had Jack, uh, fruit punch moonshine oh, are good okay yeah and that's not as bad as 151 so nevada reading week yeah it is the first is it, so does it start last week or is it this this week so uh, yeah. Okay. So yesterday um, is the official kickoff. So right. in elementary, it's a huge thing. I actually, um, and it's so cool because at our school we have, well, we're required to decorate our classroom doors. And this year, I actually chose to do the uh, story "Nobody Hugs a Cactus," which is like the most. I literally read it to my kids and didn't preface it. Like I didn't look at it, and I was like, "Oh, this can't be that bad." And my 
library aide Taylor was like, make sure you look at it before you read it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was reading it, and then they got to like a sad part where like nobody wants to hug him, and he got really bummed out, and it made me get all in my feelings. <laughs> and so I had to like turn away from my kids and just pretend I was like giving a quick back stretch in. I was just trying not to cry like a baby in front of them. But so yeah, so Nevada Reading Week it kicked off yesterday. Yesterday was Dr. Seuss's birthday. So we did like a red, black, and white, uh, like dress up, like whatever, you know. And then today was, um, because the theme is like saddle up and read, it's a Western theme. So we had a bunch of people dress up as cowboys and cowgirls today. Um, I actually had on my cowgirl gear, but then I was like, I was worried people were going to be judging me on my drive over here. (laughs) So I didn't continue to wear. And then tomorrow is pajama day and we're going to have a booknic, which we're going to go out to the field and bring a picnic blanket and books in our pajamas and then thursday is dressed like your favorite character from a book day so we'll probably get a lot of pete the cats in kindergarten because that's like their thing and then friday we're doing words on a shirt so it's whoever has the most words on a shirt they win like a certificate to like a restaurant or something and then um dr jara is coming to my classroom on friday on friday yes to read to all my wonderful little friends and so yeah, so that'll be interesting. So I'm kind of like, oh my god, I need to clean my classroom up because it looks like a tornado blew through there. Oh goodness, I have I have bad news for me. I had um, <sighs> the uh, the the infinite wisdom of my principal. Oh no, and it's not what? you know not bad, but they are going to replace the carpet in our school over oh. well like the week before spring break and during okay. spring break. So we have to clean out. Everything. No, that's the worst. In the middle of the year. Mm, mm -mm. Well, I guess it's not really the middle of the year, but you know, I'm still gonna have to bring the stuff back after. Yeah, that's where you gotta put all your stuff. Uh, Then, is they get like storage pods or something? They have not told us exactly what the plan is. Hmm. We're just we've just been instructed. I have to I have to pack up my wardrobe. I have to pack up my file cabinets. I have to pack up my desk. You got a lot of stuff in there. Uh, Fair amount. Six years of stuff that I, I haven't. Haven't cleaned out yet. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not. I'm telling you what, I moved last from classes last year. It was the best choice or the best decision just because I got a bigger room this year. But I'm going to tell you what, nothing is more stressful. And I just had to move across the hallway. Nothing is more stressful than having to pack up your stuff and find spots for it. And you're sitting there going, oh, my God. Do, and at the, at the end of it, you're literally like, throw this away, throw this away, throw this away. It gets bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much crap I threw away, but I'm sure I probably lost a lot of good stuff because I was frustrated at the end. But, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. So at least you can do carpeting, though. When's the last time they did the carpeting? Probably from when, when they opened it. I think when the school opened, yeah. <laughs> And what year did you guys open? Uh, well, last last year was our 20th. So hmm. uh, it's like the 90s. Wow. So that's got a lot of traction on that carpet. A lot, yeah. of, lot of traffic. Yeah. So, well, that's good, though. I mean, that'll be nice. And especially with all this wonderful scare of the coronavirus. Holy moly. So let me ask you. Um... Do you see people at your school kind of freaking out about it, or are they pretty cool, calm, collected? Uh, not, not that I've really noticed. Uh, I, I, and I probably shouldn't, but I joke at the kids when they cough. I was like, "Oh, you got Corona?" Oh my god, get I totally out, do that to my, my five-year-olds. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, so. And I actually, so I've had Purell on my desk. Yeah. But I don't, I, because I, I don't want to buy it all the time. Right. So I keep it like hidden for me. Yeah. But I've started to put it out, like just get away from me yes. and, and, and sanitize your hands yes very so, much so yeah. it, it's not even it's not even that i'm afraid of like coronavirus or anything it's just I, you know i've been very 
uh, cognizant of illness this year. Well, you definitely need to be, too, because you're diabetic. Like, yeah. that's no joke, man. That's what I was telling my mom, too. I'm like, just stay home. Close the windows. <laughs> board the windows up. Because I'm like, that's that sucks. The immune compromise, that's the one that affects. So you need to be very careful. The, uh, I was interested. Pardon me. Oh, I know. It's, it's like that. Day. It's Yeah, it has been. Um, <laughs> the interesting part, and, you know, we hear, or I hear at least, lots of people talking about it at my school was the um uh you know schools in japan closed yes for a month and a half or from right from yeah right well they're trying to like ra- eradicate it so that way they can have the what the olympics and so the the biggest outbreak as we're talking right now is in washington they've yes. today they had what it's up the to ninth, nine people died yeah. and it, it and you know not that i'm saying it's it's all people in their seventies in this one. They have home. pre-existing conditions. They all have very pre-existing much. conditions yes. and stuff. But um, the 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 districts in that area mm-hmm. are talking about closing, and apparently they're doing a a training for their for their teachers where they're going to have to do um, online, and so they're really? planning on giving their students um, Wi-Fi and. Uh, laptops now how does that work though because that's like seems like a lot that seems like a big undertaking to try to do that i mean could you imagine it i mean we're the fifth largest school district in the country could you imagine trying to like do something i mean god forbid knock on wood that it doesn't come down here i mean i and i think too it's not it's not that everybody's freaking out about oh my god we're all gonna die it's the more of like oh my gosh this stuff is so contagious and we really just need to be very careful and well, contain it. I he, mean, here's the, uh, I don't know, again, it's not funny, but right. here's the interesting part about it to me is that for the most part, kids, and, and this is what I've been hearing, is that kids are relatively, yes, Im- not immune, but like, but less it doesn't likely, affect them. It's yeah. just like a typical cold, like a sniffle and a yeah. cough, you know? Yeah, it's mostly the geriatric that are getting really affected by this. So that's terrifying. So that, that's, that's, you know what, that is. But I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I'm happy that it's not, but that was one of the biggest things. Like, I'll be honest, I was a hot mess. And I told my, I told my parents, you know, they're out here. And I said, if that, if it comes anywhere near Southern Nevada, I said, I'm pulling Tony from school and he's staying with you guys. (laughs) But now to know that it's not so much probably like a situation that's affecting kids really bad. But again, it's really scary that I want to, they don't, they can't trace where the original thing started from in Washington. And then, God, it got into that nursing home, and it like has just, just ravaged yeah. the nursing home. And it has that to, sucks. it have to be some, some staff member came, or, yes, or a, a family, a family member, member, or something. And, yeah. Gosh, and it's so hard. And they said they think people have been walking around for weeks, and it's like, depending on your health, your age, and all the whatever or not, you could not even know that you're sick. Like mm-hmm. I saw the one kid in high school. He was, uh, what was it? He said he went home on Monday with a fever. And then Wednesday he went back, and then they happened to send out his whatever sputum or whatever it was that they did, and he tested positive. And he's like, "I feel fine." Well, I had I had a, I had a kid out for he well they said he had pneumonia. Dang. And he was out for like two weeks, and oh I'm, my gosh. I'm not you know all this time I'm thinking, well, what if it was something like that? Right. I know so. it's scary, man. I'm telling you. But you know what? Again, don't panic, people. Everything's fine. Wash. Whoa. <laughs> Look at my watch is telling Siri. me she doesn't understand. Siri, listen, I gotta tell you, I, I you'll understand when this when they've come up with a vaccine. Listen, <laughs> I think it was funny. Uh, our friend posted something on Facebook, and it said, uh, "My wife asked me why I'm whispering," mm-hmm. and I said, "It's because uh, everyone's listening." And she laughed. Alexa laughed. Siri <laughs> laughed. We all laughed. 
I think Eric posted that. Yeah, That's yeah. funny. It's true, though. Listen, Alexa was talking to me last night, and I didn't even say anything to her. And I'm like, I'm telling you what, I'm very happy that I'm a clean person. There's nothing to hide. Because, man, these things, I'm telling they probably do tap in, check, and make sure everything's copacetic, you know? <laughs> it's. I, I don't know. I, you got to take everything you see on the internet with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. But I saw, um, there's a bunch of it, if you, like, look up... Um, Asking Alexa questions, and they say, "Alexa, are you? Uh, is the FBI listening?" And it'll like shut down, <laughs> like it'll turn. Oh so you know how it usually turns blue. Yeah, it'll turn red and like shut oh, off. Oh dang, deconstruct or what is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so That's and awesome. I don't know if it's like clever editing or something or right, but it's just it's. But it still, is kinda, it's crazy. It doesn't make you wonder. Oh man. So hey, I was going to ask you. By the way, I saw. In a recent post that you did, so that you're doing, um, what is it, the makeup, makeup Muppet, Puppet, or what is it? Tell me. There was something uh, that you posted about that you can design. So um, I was a part, and we talked about this before, I was a part of the Las Vegas Family Puppet Theater. That's cool. And we did the Legend of Tumbleweed Gulch. Well, they, um, the gentleman who started that, mm-hmm. they have now, um, they've leased a space at Boulevard Mall. Mm-hmm. And starting uh, sometime in April, I think it's like April 17th, um, they are going to be offering workshops where you can create your own puppet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they'll teach you like the the basics of, of puppetry and things like that. And it's for, I think it's $60 per person. Yeah. Um, but it's like a three hour kind of experience and you get to keep your puppet. That's really cool. Um, and so it's going to be a lot of fun um, to do. So if you want to check it out, it's, I think it's lvpuppets.com. Okay. Yeah, I and saw that. you can that. sign up for, for classes. They're going to be doing birthday parties and uh, just and eventually going to be doing shows there with, with uh, the cast of um, the original puppet shows and stuff. So That's cool. It'll be fun. And it's, it's right next to the – there's a place we I went to a couple of days ago or a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago. Um, called Heads Up. Oh, the museum. And yeah, it's like it's 3D the art, or whatever crazy. The art museum. Yes. Um, we did that. Um, I did my first escape room. <gasps> Not oh, there. But how was it? It was interesting. Yeah. See, I've um, never done one and I kind of want to do one, but I just need to like it, go with people that know how to do it. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's not as, uh, uh, it's, it's intuitive. I yeah. mean, like, um, the place we went, I think it was called Trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, but they gave you like, there was no penalty for hints and stuff. So, I mean, like, I think that would be a good one to start with if you've mm-hmm. never done it before because there's no like, you know, no time penalty yeah, if you cool, if you need though. a hit or something. Nice, yeah. You know, but, that's it's funny going back to your puppets. I actually, um, I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but my parents when they would come out here on vacation, and they would always get me a puppet from the Excalibur, <laughs> and I loved them. I have this one that's like fuzzy, and he's got like a wizard hat. I got this old man looking one. I've got a blue one named Zoe that I, I named. I just, I still have them. I do. I still have them. They're in the garage right now. And Tony's like, what the heck are you doing with these? And I'm like, don't you dare throw my puppets They're out. Send them in. I know. They are. And I love them. Especially the little wizard one. Just, I loved him. Just put them in the bed. Oh, make a little, gosh, like, a little puppet wall. <laughs> That's so, I know. I used to have them. I used to hang them up. And I had a big, uh, what are those, those with the poles, the beds or whatever. And I'd have them. They have these little like uh, Velcro arms and they would hang. Well, that's so. a, a page, page wants me to get her stuffed animals all the time and they just catch and mm-hmm. And she thinks they're her stuffed animals, but I just think of them as extra pillows. <laughs> so, yeah, that's cool though. For me. Oh, yeah. So, but other than that, everything has been pretty good. Listen, how many more days do we have at school? End of, you been keeping, you end been keeping of quarter mm-hmm. is uh, Friday. 
So that's what? Three days tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. And then 45. So like 48 days of school. Wow, that's so crazy. 48 days of school. That is so crazy. We had our, um, you know how they like designate of like where the teachers are going, where they announce. So we have a big shakeup at our school this year, which is shocking. Like someone who's been there for like since it opened as a kindergarten teacher is moving on to go to early childhood as the... um, the new preschool teacher. We have people who are in first grade that are coming down to kinder. We have fifth grade teachers going to fourth. It's crazy right now. Like, I'm really shocked that they changed everything so much. But um, it'll be an interesting school year. And we have a billion apartments opening up. So Mm. we're going to have, like, so many kids enrolling. And they're not counting that as enrollment until they're officially there. And they're projecting an extra 350 kids. They're going to need... 300 more oh teachers. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm, how like, many, freaking how out. How many empty classrooms do you guys have at your building right now? Jeez, I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, it's not many, and I don't know where they're going to end up stuffing all these kids if we do get the enrollment. Roamers? No, you can't do roaming in, in elementary school. Would it make sense? What's roaming? Is that the one where the teachers are? Yeah, so, like, in, in secondary, because you have different periods. Yeah. So the roamer... The roamer goes to, to the empty club. Yeah. Like, say my room, I'm on prep during fifth period. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a teacher would come in and use my room for fifth Is that period. how they get, like, prep buyouts or no? Like, can you sell your prep if you wanted to teach an extra whatever it is? Or, like, is that how that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I if I wanted it or was asked, it, yeah. I, I could sell a period and do extra work. But yeah. Well, geez, I'd be I, nervous I, now. I'm not HCM. About that life. No, HCM is screwed so many people right now. And I'm really hoping that eventually we can get into wraps. I know they just sent out another news uh, or another email talking about, you know, human capital management. I think it's interesting. Like, I've, I, and I don't typically sell my prep yeah. um, because I, I, again, I need my. My unwind time. Your decompression time, absolutely. And uh, But the, because for some reason we've either had an extraordinary number of teachers out or right. just less number of subs coming in because of not being paid. Right. Um, I've had been asked several times to come and cover a class. I and, usually do that for PE. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. I, got, I, got, uh, I got paid for one of them. Okay. Already. Yeah. And, it, and it was, I thought, surprisingly quick because I'm used to like not seeing it for two months. But right. it was you know, two weeks after I, I had done it. Yeah. Basically. And so that it, when HCM does finally get the kinks worked out, I think it will be nice to see those. And again, so like seeing your sick leave is much more, Mm -hmm. um, much more, um, accurate and, and more real time. So like, Oh, I know how many I've taken. Right. And how many is waiting to be processed, how many I still have. And, um, and I like that everything's all under one umbrella, too. I mean, it's kind of nice. And eventually, yeah, eventually we'll get to the point where you're getting paid. <laughs> right, I know. Yeah, they will. And it's just, it's tough because you know what? Like, it sucks that I wish they would have maybe waited to the beginning of the school year to roll it out. And it just, it, and I think it left a really bad taste in people's mouth about, like, how, how it, it just was so messed up. Like, I haven't gotten paid for any of my November homebound hours. I haven't gotten paid for any of my December. I'm missing a lot of onboarding hours still from, like, when I do and I teach those classes mm-hmm. and do, like, the CMUs, like, the community meetups and everything. So, I mean, it's just tough because I... I do so many different things, as you know, that I have a hard time and I really do need to keep track of things better mm-hmm. because I haven't been. I just 
would hope they would do that because yeah. that's their job. <laughs> well, it, it, it wasn't that one of the things I saw. They said we have no idea how much money. Omg! So let me ask you this. So that's crazy. So if they end up with a bunch of money at the end of the school year <laughs> when they be able to balance their books, gouty, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> you know, because I'm sure that's probably some of mine, some of yours, a little bit of everybody's. So yeah, we'll see. No, it's not mine. <laughs> I mean, I'll be on, honest with you. It's not mine. Oh dear. I don't do. Right. I do as little extra as I can right now. That's, <laughs> and that's why I didn't. I'm not a heart of education follower. Oh my gosh, that breaks my heart. I'm so so sad. I mean, when you use the podcast as your as your platform for how you impact students. It's hard to compete with a giving closet. <laughs> well, geez, Louise. Hey, man, I'm telling you what. This has a lot of good content for people, especially new educators. I know, and that's what I said. I yeah. said I'm impacting all of our listeners teaching practice, yes. which impacts their the students. students. Yes. I said I'm the biggest you're like heart I'm, of them yeah. all <laughs> listen i'm pretty... and not just because i have cardiomyopathy oh geez louise <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking so but um yeah with that being said i um i don't know it'll be it'll be interesting i always i always make the joke of like i i seem to be able to get there but i'm like the susan lucci i just <laughs> i just can't get it done i mean it's only been like four years when you when is you that get... what it is four years is that because i i think it, i was it the started, second one it started my first year or my second year teaching and this okay. is my six so maybe it's yeah four years right yeah, four years. yeah so i remember so i actually i made it the i think the this is my fourth well, no, because when I was at Hewittson, I had gone and I actually won the People's Choice Award. I couldn't believe it. Tony was like my it was nuts. Tony was like a nut. He was like making all the people at Shore vote. <laughs> Everybody at Hewittson was voting. And I ended up winning Las Vegas Review Journal's People's Choice Award. Hmm. And it was like twenty five hundred dollars. I was really shocked. I couldn't believe it. It was funny because they actually they they called they called me or they sent me an email and they were like hey we have fr- we have these people who want to sit together they're all from the same school would you mind if we change your seats and i'm like oh man okay fine that's not a big deal and then they moved me up two rows back from the stage mm. and i was like oh this is interesting but then now they've changed everything where they're like it doesn't matter we're putting winners in all sections if an usher comes and gets you you need to go <laughs> so but what a great thing that the you know the Rogers Foundation does because oh, yeah. i will say like that's one of the things is a uh, being a teacher is sometimes a thankless job. You know, I mean, we get a lot of scrutiny from the community and especially with some of the things that happen on a day-to-day basis that you hear. But at the same time, for the Rogers Foundation to come out and put something together, and it's a really cool event. Like, Eric yeah, Bergen. I wish, I wish I could go oh see it. Oh, my God. I, yeah. You're going to make it. You're going to make it next year. No, and yes, not, you are. I'm not ever applying again. Yes, you are. I'm Don't not. you do that. Nope. You know what? And the the one thing I, I always say. I'm going to start my I'm going to. I'm We're going to start I'm going to start my own awards. We're going to call it the pod class. Yeah. Something or other. Uh, The pod class education something foundation something. Yeah, you know what? That hey, Rogers like a- Foundation, you can give us some dough. I, I mean, I'll I'll do good stuff with it. You know what though? How cool would that be though if we did go around and we like recognize like viewers and like they tell us about the great things that they're doing? I mean, I don't know how we would do that off a of contract time, but like that would be pretty neat. We just need a sponsor, Dutch Brothers, if you're listening. No. <laughs> so that's Education cool. Week, if you're listening. I know, right? No. Um, Speaking of education, we wait like we have this uh, wonderful uh, article that we uh, we're gonna digest about the uh, when we were discussing it. 
<laughs> talking about the five biggest challenges of preparing the kids K through 12 to the workforce. Oh, this front and back. I forgot. I, I printed this so long ago. I forgot what it was. Um, five biggest challenges in preparing K-12 students for the world of work. Why preparing students for the world of work is so hard. Boy, is it ever. Especially um, with today's laziness. I hate to say it, but everything is iPad, iPad, gimme, gimme, gimme. I, you know, and I've, I've talked about this with other people and I'll probably get, uh, probably get crucified like some other stuff I've been talking about lately. Um, I don't know, I don't know how necessary a K-12 education is for all students. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't. I, it works very well in other countries. Yes. Where they go like I think it's like ten years in Germany, and then they get a vocational job. Okay. For 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 kids that want to do that. Yes. If you want to pursue, mm-hmm. um, like a higher type degree, a, a doctor or a right. teacher or an engineer or whatever, they could go for the extra time. You or... can go for the extra time. You have to test into it. Okay. Show your aptitude for it. Yeah. But otherwise, you're given some kind of internship and start working. You mean you 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 go. You get technical skills and right. people are like, oh, well, we have the technical um, like Votech and ATEC right, and things like right. that. And it's, it's like, that's not the same. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, and going back, I mean, you've, you've seen too. I mean, I at least I have on like Facebook and different social media about how they're talking about that there has been such a push for you got to go to a higher education. You got to do higher education. And it's like now that people are doing that, there's like a very big shortage of like the actual like trade. Well, it, mm-hmm. and you, we've been, we were talking about this. Uh, one of my colleagues was talking about that with, you know, robotics and artificial intelligence and things like of that nature coming. Yes. They're, they're actually more likely to replace white collar jobs, mm-hmm. accountants. Wow. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You, an, a, a computer can do an accountant's job. Much, oh, much easy. more efficiently. Oh, yeah. and Simple it, program you, you without need, error. You need one one CPA to like approve it wow. versus having you like know, a whole team, a whole team of accountants. Wow. So you're more. You're, it, it, but what what can a robot not do is more of the the, the manual, right? You know, trade stuff. Wow. So. That's really interesting. So, and I'm not very well versed on like the different, like the sectors and all that out here and, you know, but what is, so how does, how does that work? Like if you go in, let's say that you decide, you know what, I really want to be a plumber Mm -hmm. or I really want to be a welder. Mm -hmm. What do you, so you would obviously go through your elementary, your middle school, and then do you have to like declare and say like, I would like to apply or how does that, I'm I'm kind of ignorant when it comes to that. I don't, I don't remember Obviously, and I was just talking about this to my kids this, this afternoon. I said, it's been 20, next year, next school year will be 20 years since I started high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I started in 2000. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. So, and I graduated in 04. So, uh-huh. 2021 will be 20 years since I started high school. Dang. So, that's like same with me. I think I was, yeah, I think that's the same as me. When did you Because I graduated from, well, 2003, but. Oh, so you, I, yeah. you are, you're. You're, I'm like a you're in your 20th yes. year since you started yes. high school now. Yikes, that's so weird. Ugh. Yeah, it was a weird way to say it. but Makes it, me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to have to resign like Chris Matthews. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, what were we saying? Oh, how does it work? So I went to Rancho mm-hmm. um, out here, and I went to the magnet, the medical magnet academy because I was going to be a doctor. Whoa. I was going to be a forensic pathologist. That's actually cool. Because I watched a lot of Quincy. In Quincy. <laughs> when I was a kid, yes. I, I was a little weird. Um, 
but uh, that was that was my plan. And then I realized I wasn't really good at math or oh science. Oh my gosh, science! The science is what kills me. I so, love math, but science kills me. So that didn't work out. Yes, oh boy. <laughs> but uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't remember now. I know it's like a lottery. Yeah, it's it's a big lottery to get in. No uh, to magnet school because there's a there's a demand for it. Well, right, and I know that they were saying that you they have, do take you have some to have of the a kids. Certain GPA. Mm-hmm. And, and things like that. Wow, that's pretty wild. What it is, and then like and the, like so for LVA Las Vegas Academy, that's the performing yes, arts. Yes, the one that's downtown. You have mm-hmm. to audition for that one and then get accepted to the lottery. I think. Whoa. So we actually have a teacher or a speech pathologist that her daughter goes there, and she's in their theater program, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it's a beautiful school. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but it's like. Can't even imagine the stress, the amount of stress that probably goes into that because that's those are all like the elite, right? Like very, very, yeah, the mm-hmm. the ones that that try and want wow. to pursue arts mm-hmm. or foreign language. Yeah, they do the foreign language programs out there too? So I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they they have a certain number of seats available mm-hmm. for each program in the the different academies out there. Right. So either med, uh, you know, dental or dental hygienist or not Man. hygienist assistant right so, right you know what i'm saying um but that'd be interesting to see if we could find uh we we'll probably could find somebody to talk about that that would be pretty interesting i would like to bring in someone so we could see but um i just yeah i never understood like is it just that you just say like i want to i want to go there <laughs> like it just that's um okay so uh preparing students for world of work so and again i you know uh yeah reevaluating Pushing people to higher education might be um, something to look at. Mm-hmm. Challenge one, college-ready obsessions. Parents in commun- community often expect schools to get their students ready for college, not the world of work. Oh, I know. They mistakenly see career preparation in K-12 as well as career and technical education as a second-tier option for students who are not college-ready. In fact, 42% of educators surveyed cited that the perception that schools are supposed to get students ready for college, not work, as one of the biggest barriers to offering curricula to address the skills students will need for future jobs, jobs of the future. Uh, Another 31% pointed to the attitude that career-related curricula is for students who don't plan to pursue a post-secondary education, a belief many educators say is misguided. In a perfect world, getting ready for post-secondary and career would be the same thing, said William Kit Morin, the principal of Dexter High School near Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah, look at Michigan again. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, students, he said, would use high school to explore potential pathways and then figure out where and whether college fits in their plans. Right. But in the affluent community where he works, expectations are going to prepare kids to go to a compu- competitive university. Um, there's still this old-fashioned idea that you're on a college prep track or you're not, which isn't helpful to anybody, but we're stuck there. Yes. So, um, yeah. I mean, like, and we talk about in high school, we talk about like 21st century skills, right? Collaborating and, That's a and huge using one. technology and things like that, right? Um, but there's still this very, uh, very geared path towards, um, you know, obviously the the graduation required now is taking an ACT. Oh, I know. Yes, absolutely. So we, just, we just got through with doing that. Gosh, yes. Not too long ago. Um, challenge two, few models, limited resources. Nearly a third of educators say that there are very few good examples of how to revamp curricula to help prepare students for the future of work. Um, uh, let's see, where was I at? Uh, 
The school in Pennsylvania, uh, Philadelphia is working to help connect uh, classroom content directly to skills students will need in the workforce. Um, but okay, so okay, let me. I'm sorry, sure, let me no, interject. Go but see, now that's what kills me about that because okay, we're talking about that and having the skills to be able to like you know to be in the workforce or not. But why that kills me that we have taken away. So many classes, like home economics, and I know that's not necessarily anything that's like related to the workforce and stuff, but like the the things like shop, like learning these like real life skills that you need. And I know this is a whole other you know spin in the wheels elsewhere, but why do we take away those? And those are key things that people need in order to be functioning adults. Well, yeah, you know, I and you I know? when I ask my kids, um, I'll ask them sometimes about. Um, uh, is is school necessary? Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll give the, the 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 biggest answer I usually get is um, they should be teaching us things that we'll need. Right, like we, I yes, we we need to learn exactly how to saying. we need to learn how to do our taxes. We need Thank to you. learn how to manage a bank account. We mm-hmm. need to learn how to do whatever X Y Z. Like the fact that there's the. Pretty much the whole world is in, like, ridiculous amounts of debt. Like, I saw something the other day, a stat that was talking about people who even make $100,000 a year are still not making enough enough money to meet to the next paycheck. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's a problem. Because you know what? They're not taught how to budget. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing, like, I am very dead, like, set is when Tony's old enough to understand the concept of money. And, like, he understands it. Well, he doesn't understand it because he thinks we go to Target. All the toys just can go in the cart and we just can leave with them. (laughs) But it's, like, that is going to be a main priority because the fact that, I mean, I I refinanced my mortgage last year and I paid off all my debt. And, like, that was a huge thing for us. But it's, like, dang it. Like, I just really didn't – I was was terrible. I mean, I'll be honest. I was terrible with money. And the fact that we don't have anything that is teaching these kids that are coming up how to handle that is – ridiculous so, so i and i generally tell them i tell my tell my students this i say well when i was in school and i know again that was 20 years ago but mm-hmm. um when i was a senior i remember taking uh what they called math of personal finance mm-hmm. because i i didn't want to do like algebra 2 i'm again i'm not very good at math so right. but that i remember being taught how to fill out a a, a a W-2 or the 1040. There we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fill out a 1040, balance a, a checkbook, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Uh, and it was called dummy math. Right. Which it's not dummy math. It's no, pra- it's, it's, it's practical, practical skills, man, um, to have but that, life. <laughs> you, so, so that's maybe the stigma yeah. of, of saying that, uh, you know, math of personal finance is a dummy math because you're not taking algebra two or you're not taking calculus or trig or whatever. I think it's freaking genius math. math because the fact that you're working on practical real life skills that are yeah. going to help you be a functioning adult. Well, and that's why every year I do my own taxes and yeah. haven't been audited yet. Knock on wood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. You know. But you know what? Okay. And that takes you back to when I was a, uh, when I was a senior banker at us bank, I had people that didn't, and I don't know how much of this was true, that they were just lazy and they didn't want to do it, but they were like, they they would come up and they would give me their money and they'd be like, I'd be like, do you have a deposit slip? Because I would also take deposits. <laughs> All right, we, did, we learned how to fill out the deposits. Yeah, and they were like, I don't know how to fill it out. I'm like, well, guess what? It's your lucky day. I'm going to teach, teach you how to do it. <laughs> and then some people would be you know upset. But it's like the fact that nobody knew how to, knew how to fill out a check. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know checks are pretty, you know, like, you know, starting to fall by the wayside just because it's, you know, something that 
you have so many other options with. I saw I saw a memory on Facebook the other day of, of where I was waiting in line and somebody broke out the checkbook. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Dude, Why? the older ladies, the little old ladies, they still do that at the grocery store. It makes me laugh. They run the check through the freaking cash register. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God. It's so funny to see that. Oh yeah. dear goodness! It but was, yeah, and I was I was getting some some food before I came here. Yeah, and this lady acted like she never used her debit card. Oh, before. I was like, that's like my pet peeve. Oh I hate my that. God. I hate that. I hate that. And that's like drives me nuts. Is like when they're like, ah, and they have like no clue. <laughs> Hey, so what um, was the rest of our part? What else are so our standard, barriers? We're, we're running. We're, well, I mean, we're we're not running low on time, but our space is running yes. low on time. So we got to uh, standardized testing pressures. Um, yes, big we, time. We talk about standardized testing, too much high stakes testing yes. all the time. Rapid pace of technological change. And so every time you learn something, it's out of date. Yeah, obsolete. Um, mm-hmm. You know, window, we, we, we just barely learned Windows 8. Now yes. we're using Windows 10. Yep. Go fig. Uh, and then creating men- meaningful internships. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Uh, one thing educators wish they could m- offer more of is internships. And you see that a lot as a senior for those career technical academies. Right. They'll go out to an externship and, and do That's whatever good, skills they've yeah. been learning. But we need to have more of that for um, – you know, whatever. Well, no, I think that's a great idea. I did an internship when I was a senior in high school. I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian. And so I went and I interned at Dr. Gerber's office in Niagara Falls, New York. And um, I was really good about, you know, getting in there, helping the animals. Like, I know that anytime they'd have to come in and like do like an ear clean or something like that, I would always be in there helping. But with my, my final straw, which I knew I wasn't going to go through it. Was when I had dog um, pooped on you. Well, no, I had to go in for a spay and neuter. They were doing them all Saturday long. And she's like, or he was like, just come in whenever you get a chance. And I went in, and as soon as they cut the the <laughs> dog, I you like hit the floor. Oh, dude, it was bad. I instantly had to walk away and go like put my head against the bathroom wall because I was like, nope, can't do this. <laughs> so I immediately knew when I was going in to um, go to school, I was changing my career from veterinarian to business administration, and then somehow I ended up as a teacher, which is kind of funny. I was going to be an actor. Well, I was going to be a doctor than an actor. That's great. That's, a, that's the best part about life, though, is you get to change it so often. There's no, nothing I'm a wrong podcaster. with that. Yay. <laughs> Yay. All right. Well, we are uh, going to wrap this up for today. And we'll, we'll probably revisit that. Uh, we'll have to talk a little bit more about the uh, challenges because we're, again, short on time. Mm-hmm. Uh, advice show for the modern educator. Please send us questions, emails, um, stories, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, teaching a podcast at gmail.com. Visit us on Facebook. We're still looking for those 400 likes so we can... Start a new giveaway. Yay. Let's uh, do yay, it. Yay, giveaway. Uh, and that was Amazon. $25 gift card for Amazon. Amazon's great. <laughs> so that'll be exciting when we get there. Um, so, uh, polls we do on Sunday, although I was I slacked this Sunday because I was doing a bunch of other stuff. March, okay. is really, March is a really bad month right now. Yeah, it's tough. There's a lot There's going on. There's a lot on. of stuff going on. Uh, oh, uh, real quick. And I don't, we'll probably get crucified for this. But union elections on uh, March 20th and uh, 21st. Online voting. Mm-hmm. So make sure you uh, update, update your email yes. um, at CCEA if you haven't checked it in a while. Please do that. So every vote counts. Yeah, and uh, you know this this podcast does not endorse or uh, support any particular campaign, but that is your um, your your official reminder of yes. online voting for CCA elections March twentieth and twenty wow. first. Yes. Um, anything else I'm forgetting? Mm, no, I don't think so. It's going to get nice out. It's going to be 80 on Friday. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> there was another thing I saw. Uh, 
I hate this time of year because it's like um, it's like winter and spring are battling over custody. <laughs> Boy, isn't that true? Man, yesterday <laughs> or whatever it was, Sunday was miserable when it was really windy and cold. Yikes! But it's gonna um, get nice. There was yeah, there was a day at school and I actually had to like the 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 wind was like whipping through the corridor. And <laughs> it actually made my ceiling tiles like lift. lift. Oh my gosh, that's like, so Whoa. crazy. So, yeah, I know it is. It's battling for custody. That's really what it is. <laughs> Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for thanks to CCEA for providing us the space. Yes, thank you, um, CCEA, to uh, create this wonderful podcast. And uh, thanks to you for listening. Visit us Facebook. Send us emails. Yep. Teach Day Podcast. And until next time, class is dismissed. Mm-hmm.